Hello and welcome to Business at City Watch. I am Michael. We're going to be talking today with Stephen Jordan. And before we do that, I remind you to please uh, give us a review uh, wherever you happen to receive your podcast. We'd appreciate that. As I said, we're talking with Stephen Jordan of Sound Cybersecurity, and he helps small businesses with the security situation, which is something that a lot of people that I've spoken with either start right away with or wind up getting started on too late because something has happened. So hopefully we'll get ahead of this and see what we can do. So Stephen, thank you so much for being with us on Business at City Watch. Michael, thank you for having me. Glad to be here. I wanted to talk about the security aspect of this because, as I mentioned in the intro, a lot of companies don't really think about this until it's almost too late, and some people get started on it early and get so busy with the minutia of it that they don't actually get what they need to get. So talk to me about this. What are the mistakes that most small businesses make when they start their security procedures? I think you're you're mentioning that in the right direction because you you don't know what you don't know and it took me a long time in my prior IT business to finally get to that realization one day with the company and just started asking questions and uh, go to seminars and attend different events and and learning all of those things that I didn't know that I needed to learn and I, I think that's the big thing with security that most business owners and managers are so busy with the day-to-day um, operations of their business and that's a good thing but sometimes you need to stop and learn those things that you don't know you need to know and with computers and, and networks uh, that there's definitely a huge amount of, of cybersecurity matters that go unaddressed just because most businesses don't know that they need to look in that direction is there a general outline that you give businesses when they come to you and they say listen i want to do this or i want to make sure that we're okay I do have, you know, a, a comprehensive kind of list of things to do, but I think in where I point everybody uh, to start with is is really looking at email, and, and a lot of people might kind of tune out at that point, or maybe uh, you know just think, well, I've already got that, and though they may have a, an email protection or email security. A suite or a service or a feature within their existing hosted email or maybe they pay for it separately um, that, that is just one piece of the puzzle there there's much more to email security than 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 just that so I, I think uh, you'll see a lot of different statistics out there on the internet but you know, they're usually above 90% of all cyber attacks begin with an email. So to me, focusing on that email is obviously a, a, a huge uh, place to, to start. Uh, there's lots of other things, but that's definitely the, the place to start. Now, you mentioned that most people have some sort of firewall in place, but it's your opinion, I think, that it's it's usually inac- in, inadequate, right? Well, the firewall is is good, and and an email protection package is good. Everybody needs both of those things, but it's the other things that go unnoticed that a lot of IT companies say, maybe they do it, maybe they don't, but uh, 
businesses just don't ever bite and want to get involved. And, you know, some of those services, uh, primarily DMARC, uh, MTA, STS, DNSSEC, DNS filter, I mean, throwing out acronyms at you and don't worry, call me, I'll, I'll fill you in on the details of what those things are. But <laughs> there, there are some, you know, like spear phishings and business email compromise attacks, you know, those sort of things may never even pass your uh, through your router. They may not even pass through your email system. It could be a cyber criminal somewhere, a bad actor who's uh, sending email uh, to one of your vendors as if they're you uh, with your email address and your systems that you've put in place would have nothing to, to do with that. Uh, that's where DMARC uh, comes in to, to play and, and can stop that uh, so that they can't use your email address for nefarious purposes. Um, you know, MTA, STS, another one of those acronyms of, you know, another security uh, feature that stops man-in-the-middle attacks and DNS security stopping people from grabbing the hold of your DNS records and changing them and to redirecting to other places. Uh, you know, and of course, everybody's worried about links inside of their email. And we've got a great service of DNS filtering that, you know, it kind of changes the perspective of how we approach that instead of just uh, blocking bad links or known bad links, we only allow good links. So uh, that kind of zero trust approach uh, is, is a lot better. So there, there's lots of other things and a lot of people may not even know that they need to be doing those things. Okay. I want to get specifically into this a bit, but I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to break, come back, and then we'll start talking about how we might be able to improve uh, the system that may already be in place. And we'll do that right after this. CityWatch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com, takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text Prove It to 310-291-2790. That's Prove It to 310-291-2790. Hello, we are back, and we're with Stephen Jordan of Sound Cybersecurity, and we were talking before the break, and although I know that there aren't that many people out there who missed it, but who might have missed it, we're talking about the mistakes that are made in putting together a security system uh, for your computer uh, and other uh, security systems in your in your small business, especially small business, because small businesses aren't necessarily the best equipped, in my opinion, to really cover themselves the way maybe a larger company could. Am I right about that, Stephen? Yeah, you, you are, and, and a lot of small businesses have the opinion well, that I don't have anything, I don't store anything. I There's no reason anybody would want to attack my business or attack me in any way but um, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes is just that opinion that that you don't have anything as long as you have money in your bank account and your clients and your staff and your vendors have money in in their bank accounts you have something to offer cyber criminals one of the things I'm concerned about is I've spoken with other business people and they tell me well you know I've gotten smart with regard to phishing emails and I can usually spot one of these 
these uh, phony uh, emails that come come my way, and I just delete them immediately. I don't worry about it. Some of these actors out there have gotten very, very, very good at making their emails look legit. Uh, we talked about, uh, amongst my friends, we talked about a, an email that came through from uh, places like AT&T or, or seen to be places like AT&T or PayPal or some of the other companies out there that looked legitimate. I mean, they had markings, they had emails that were similar, all of that. And uh, that can be uh, extremely dis depressing and distressing if you've lost a lot of money in the, in the outcome of that, yeah? Yeah, definitely. And yes, they look convincing. But what is even more threatening is when somebody receives an email from what appears to be somebody they trust. May not just be a big company that they do business with, but you know, it could be a fellow employee, their business owner, you know, a vendor, a client, you know, whatever the case may be. They they get they they know this person. They they see the email address is legitimate, and then they, you know, they make it look just as convincing as these other ones you mentioned that are from the big companies, and that's that's definitely. Um, in just one of those situations where you, yeah, you may be on top of it. You may feel you've got a good grasp with that. But think about all the people that you know and that trust you. If they were to get an email from you that looks like it was from you anyway and really wasn't, you know, how are they at spotting those kind of scams? They, they may not be as good as you at determining whether that email's really legitimate or not. And they may you know, call the phone number or click on the link or change the bank account that, you know, is being asked to be changed uh, for routing purposes in, in the email message. So there, there, it's not just what your capabilities are, but what are the capabilities of others out there? So along that line, are we talking about a potential small business or mid-sized business getting into this sort of thing are you going to sit down and you know create an IT position or something or uh, just try and beef up what your knowledge is of this amongst yourself and amongst your friends or how do you go about making sure this kind of thing is minimized yeah you know there's first they just can call me and I'll do a, a free email health check just to show them where they're at and that's, you know, no cost and no commitment, no, nothing, you know, intrusive there. Just happy to, to do that for any business, that, small business that would like to have that done. Uh, and then we can kind of determine and see what, what your IT person is doing, whether that's an internal person or you're outsourcing that IT. And you'll kind of see where they're at. Maybe it's something that they can do for you that they'll add um, to the list of of services they're offering but if not um, those are services that I offer and that I can take care of for them okay again it sounds like something that you really have to think through as opposed to just going down to your local store and picking up some software or something and hoping for the best yeah, definitely this is uh, these kind of things are not something that you can just go pick up some antivirus software or, or download some antivirus software these are things that that take you know, planning and configuration and, and changes. and uh, So it, it's definitely not something you're just going to want to wander out and, and try to do on your own. Okay. Well, you mentioned earlier that they can contact you with regard to a sweep of this sort of thing. And 
how would they do that if they wanted to talk with you and see what's happening? Sure, they can, of course, uh, go to my website. Uh, it's soundcybersecurity.com. There's a contact us uh, page there that they can use. Of course, they can send me an email. It's Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, at soundcybersecurity.com, or give me a call, 866-772-8181. Okay. Back for some uh, closing words from uh, Stephen and myself right after this. City Watch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com, takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text Prove It to 310-291-2790. That's Prove It to 310-291-2790. Okay, we have been speaking with Stephen Jordan of Sound Cybersecurities about taking care of the security for your small business and taking care of some of those those security mistakes that are often made. Uh, give us again quickly, uh, Stephen, your information info, and we'll uh, go from there. Absolutely. So my webpage is uh, soundcybersecurity.com. My phone number is 866-772-8181. And my email address is stephen at soundcybersecurity.com. Okay, stephensoundcybersecurity.com. I am Michael reminding you to believe in yourself. If you don't, no one else will. And we will talk with you next time. <laughs>